It is my great pleasure to formally introduce the new head coach of the Florida Gators, Billy Napier. Scared money don't make money, you know. We've got a goal here uh, to play a brand of football that creates a great sense of pride. It takes 11 people doing their job. We get to decide our future. Hey Gator fans, welcome into Bringing Back the Gators, our second episode, and we are so excited today to bring you head coach Billy Napier. Uh, just a fantastic, fantastic insights that he was able to provide with us. We can't wait to to share those with you and want to thank Harold and Harold, our sponsor now for three years on our on our Florida Gator football podcast. Uh, Harold and Harold, I've known Holton Julie Harold. Uh, for decades going back to high school, and uh, they're super great people. Jacksonville firm, big enough to take on anybody, but small enough that when you call them, they're going to know who you are. They're going to treat you like family, take great care of you. Hopefully you won't need them, but if you're ever injured, call Harold and Harold at 251-1111. Hayes Carline here with Graham Marsh, and uh, it was it was a lot of fun uh, talking to Billy Napier. So I, I'm not going to beat around the bush. I want you to hear this interview, and I want you to hear it right now. This is head football coach of the Gators, Billy Napier. All right, we're pleased to be joined with the head football coach of the University of Florida, Billy Napier, uh, joining us. Billy, thank you so much for taking the time to speak with us today. Guys, I appreciate the coverage of our team. Yeah, we're uh, we're certainly looking forward to it. We were there for the spring game and, and had a blast and uh, really impressed by uh, what we saw out there, and and so we'll we'll get all all into that. But first off, man, congrats on the Hall of Fame. You're a Hall of Famer, Furman. How about that? That's got to be exciting. Uh, yeah, we had some good teams, man. You know, I joke around. Uh, I think that may be an indirect fundraising attempt there. But, uh, <laughs> no, I'm I'm uh no, I'm humbled. You know, we had some phenomenal teams. Played for some great coaches. Um, you know, really just a place that shaped me in a lot of different ways. You know, I uh, grew, grew up a lot, you know, and certainly benefited from, you know, the ability to play the game of football, man, and all the things that it can teach you um, from a leadership standpoint, from a discipline standpoint, and then, you know, just the uh, resiliency. Um, you know, really appreciate uh, Furman University and all that it did to to help me going forward. Yeah, absolutely. I loved your speech that you gave to your team after the big uh, conference championship win over Appalachia State, and you sort of went into that, uh, and, and now obviously applying it here uh, gets us uh, super fired up. That Gator Made program, tell us a little bit about that and, and how important that is for you. Yeah, no, I think um, you know part of our responsibility in college athletics, and in particular in college football, is to equip and educate our players uh, for their future after football, right? So we've made a a really big investment uh, into trying to create that here within our organization. We have a group of people um, that we're calling Gator Made, right? And it's all about life after football. Uh, it's leadership education, character development. Um, it's macro internships. It's leadership conferences, business weekends, service abroad. Uh, we teach financial literacy. Uh, really try to create experiences for the player, expose them to different speakers and people throughout the year. 
Uh, we're trying to connect them with the alumni network through community service, uh, real life work, internship programs. Uh, you know, we had an etiquette dinner. We've had a number of different things. I think that, you know, this game creates a platform. Um, you know, I think at the University of Florida, we want to have the best student athlete experience in the country. And uh, we know that football is a part of that equation, but I think long-term here, we want to make an impact on who they are as people uh, as well. Yeah, absolutely. And you wrote a, a fantastic letter to the fan base uh, that the university published. Uh, what, why was that important to you? And uh, can you tell us a little bit about that for, for the Gator fans that haven't seen it yet? Yeah, no, I mean, I think it's just uh, that time of the year. You know, I think as we prepare uh, for the season, we're six months into the job. Uh, can't, couldn't be more thankful um, for uh, Gator Nation, how they've embraced our staff, um, our families. Uh, you know, we've hired phenomenal people here. Uh, we've got a, a great group of people inside the organization that are taking tremendous pride in their role, working extremely hard. Uh, players being at the core of that, right? I'm, I'm so proud of our guys. Um, and that they continue to impress me with their work ethic. Um, and, their, and, you know, I think the, the people inside the building, we're all thankful to be at the University of Florida. We understand uh, the expectations. We, we take great pride uh, in representing all the people that came before us. Um, and, you know, we look forward to the challenges. You know, I, I think uh, a lot of people talk about pressure. You know, to me, I see opportunity, right? And, um, you know, this is an incredible place, and we have such a great product to sell. Uh, you know, as we move forward, we're going to continue to improve. We're going to focus on uh, the things that are going to help us improve, and, that, and that's where we're at as a program right now. Billy, how do you uh, like your team from a, a leadership standpoint and a teamwork standpoint? Who's, who's providing that for you right now? Which veterans? You know, I think um, – you know, it's an area on our team where I think we are evolving. You know, I think that each team's a little bit different. You know, I think if you, you know, to me, every year is independent of itself. You know, and I think the summer is kind of the litmus test for leadership, right? We really challenge our players uh, from an ownership standpoint in the summer. And, um, you know, we create a lot of accountability opportunities. We create leadership opportunities throughout the summer. Uh, but I, I, I think so, so far, so good. You know, I think offensive line's got a good group there. Richard Garage, uh, Kingsley uh, has done a nice job. Uh, Mike Tarquin is a guy that has a good presence about him. Naquan Wright, good to get him back healthy. Um, you know, I think that Trent Whittlemore is a guy that does a great job has some maturity and sets an example. Uh, Xavier Henderson's always a uh, steady, a consistent person that we can depend on. And obviously at quarterback, Anthony Richardson, you know, this is a big summer for him to take a step in the right direction there from maturity and ownership standpoint. So offensively, we've got a really good group. I think on defense, it starts with Ventrell Miller. Uh, you know, he's kind of the heartbeat of that group. You know, I think Amari Bernie's played a lot of football around here. Uh, and certainly Trey Dean and Rashad Torrance as well. Both those guys have played a lot of ball and proved they can play. Um, you get good presence and 
uh, from Brenton Cox and Jervon Dexter, both those guys in the front seven. So uh, we also have a good group of specialists that have played. Um, so, you know, overall, uh, we've selected about 18 guys this summer. They're in charge of some of our accountability teams. And I think what I see so far has uh, been very healthy for our team. That's awesome. And, and what phase are you guys in right now in the, in the phases that, that you have in your program? Yeah, we, we're in our summer, excuse me, we're in our summer regimen. Um, you know, essentially you're getting ready to move right into training camp. This is phase five, uh, training camps, phase six, in season is seven and postseason's eight. So, uh, we're moving right along. You know, I think, um, First time for each one of these things, uh, not only with the staff, but with the players. But um, I can't compliment our staff enough. You know, I think uh, we've got really good people in all those areas from a leadership standpoint, right? Mark Hockey, Kelsey Gomes, you know, Paul Silvestri, um, Joe Danos, all the people in performance have done a really good job. And I think the summer uh, is a big piece of the puzzle. So. Good people, and uh, certainly excited about what I see so far. You mentioned Anthony. Uh, what have you learned about him as a, as a person? And and talk a little bit, if you, if you will, about his skill set and and how he is going to fit into the the offense that you like to run. Yeah, Anthony is a. I really believe he's an elite talent. You know, um, I think sometimes we've got to remind ourselves around here the guys. I think he started one game and completed thirty three passes or something like that. Uh, but a phenomenal skill set, you know, he's big, um, he's athletic, he's got arm talent. Uh, I think the thing that impressed me the most is his humility, uh, and he's a good teammate. You know, I think he's got the respect of his peers because he is grounded. I think he's got a sincere care for people, uh, can see the big picture, um, I've been impressed with, uh, I think he's smart. He's processed as well. Uh, and for him to be in a new system, I thought, I think he's really hit the ground running, right? I think he got a little bit of taste of that in the spring game there in the first half. I thought he really was sharp. Uh, but our system's very quarterback driven. And I think Anthony is excited about the opportunities that come with that. You know, this summer is huge, you know, for him just becoming more familiar with our system and learning more about defensive structure. And, you know, our summer routine for the quarterback is pretty rigorous. But, um, you know, I, I, I wouldn't trade Anthony. I can promise you that. You know, I'm excited <laughs> to work with him. And I, I think he's a guy that all of Gator Nation should be fired up to watch. And uh, I think he's done a great job of representing himself uh, and representing the university the right way. Yeah, that's fantastic. Tell us about the new football facility. What will be some things from a, a efficiency standpoint that'll help, and, uh, and and how much does that aid the program to have that facility coming online here? I, I would assume in I guess August. Is that right, Billy? Yeah, we get in there right before training camp, um, and I'm going to tell you what they did a phenomenal job. You know, a lot of time, effort, and energy has went into this project. We're certainly thankful for Bill Hebner and his investment in the program along with a number of other people. Um, you know, this place is well thought out. Uh, the administration traveled all across the country. Um, you know, I think it's 
going to be efficient. You know, I think it, everyone wants to equate it to recruiting, and there's no doubt it's going to give us that wow factor, that first impression. It's already helping us to some degree as it gets closer to completion. We're able to give tours and those types of things. But once it's finished, uh, it's going to make a huge difference in recruiting. But more importantly, the player experience, once they arrive, uh, it screams commitment. Uh, and I do think, you know, time is of the essence, right? So from an efficiency standpoint, we're just going to be so much more effective, um, not only with our staff, but our players. Um, you know, we all get the same amount of time, right? The competition gets the same amount as we do. It's what we do with that time. And I think this this facility is going to allow us to be more efficient. Um, and that's the part I'm I'm really excited about getting in there and getting started there uh, with the players in August. Have you started to think at all about what it's going to be like when you run out of the tunnel with your first Gators team and there's an opponent across the way that a lot of people are going to have in their top 10? They were in the Rose Bowl last year in, in Utah. Uh, I mean, that environment, I think I, I'm going to be there. I can't wait. Uh, I mean, I think that is going to be such an electric environment. Is a is a head coach, do you get excited about kind of thinking about what that's going to be like in the Swamp? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think um, there's no question uh, that we look forward to that day. You know, I think the big thing here is that energy and that urgency, maybe when you think about that, those things that that creates, you know, the, the, the critical part here is that we apply that urgency and that intensity and that focus to each day between now and then, right? We got to get consumed uh, with the things that are going to help us be well prepared, play with confidence, and execute at a high, high level. Um, you know, I know oftentimes I tell the players, hey, everybody uh, wants to win on game day, right? But it's about what we do between now and then to prepare. So, you know, I think the key here is that we get to a position where we can go play fast and with confidence. And the only way to do that is with elite preparation, right? So, our guys are in the middle of that. You know, we try to break up the year for them so they can stay focused. Um, you know, we got work to do right now to get ready for that opportunity. Uh, but it'll be a special day and one that we look forward to. Yeah, does it help get players focused in, 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 in your expertise if, if there is a marquee opponent in the opener? Does it help maybe uh, the, the, the participation be better in the summer and, and camp be a little bit more uh, – focused out of the players when you've got a, a marquee opponent like that right out of the gate? I, I think so. You know, Coach Speak would say that, you know, maybe maybe not. But I, I do believe that, in my experience, it's healthy to have a formidable opponent in the opener. Um, certainly Utah, have we have so much respect for them in terms of the stability, the consistency. Um, you know, they had probably one of their best teams ever last year. I mean, this um, is a very um, stable program. They've built it. Uh, they've been probably, in my opinion, the most consistent team in the Pac-12. You know, I think, um, and I respect the brand of football that they play, you know. Uh, so, you know, they present a number of challenges for you on offense, defense, and in the kicking game. So um, it's going to be a challenge, and I think that it's healthy for our players um, to have respect and maybe that affects their detail, their discipline along the way. I'm hopeful that it does. 
but eventually around here, we'd like to build a culture and a program where it's all about us and how we prepare. And if we can control what we can control, uh, we can go play with confidence and, and do our very best. So, um, good question and one that I think uh, is fair. And I think it's certainly Utah and the caliber of program they have. We look forward to that challenge. Yeah, and Billy, you mentioned recruiting earlier when we were talking about the facility. We all know, you know, how effective the swamp can be at night when it is packed, uh, and and all the excitement and intensity that that environment can bring for the Gators. Uh, it seems like the 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 amount of talent that, in terms of prospects that are visiting, that are very interested in the program, that is absolutely increased from what we've seen in years past. Uh, obviously, I know we can't get into specific players, obviously, but from a general sense, uh, can you talk about the recruiting strides that you've made? or Are you pleased with the progress that you guys have made in that area? Yeah, I really am. You know, I think um, especially when given that we're a new staff, um, you know, and I do think recruiting is a little bit fast forward, but you know, no staff in America has worked harder than this group, you know, in the last six months. I mean, um, you know, you got a new dynamic, a new place, a new group of people, uh, new recruiting areas, a lot of relationships to build and connect. You know, I often say the first year you're kind of giving a year of your life away, and a lot of that has to do with making up ground recruiting, right? So uh, we're in great position uh, with some of the best players in the entire country, and we're going up against some of the best programs in the country. So I think that's a good sign. Um, you know, recruiting's a little bit like baseball, right? You got to be, you got to be willing to swing, right? You got to be willing to throw punches and keep fighting, and it tests your mental toughness, it tests your resiliency. A lot of the things that you teach your players uh, as a competitor, uh, you can apply to yourself and the staff in recruiting, right? So, um, I'm, I'm telling you what, man, the future is bright, and. Uh, We've got an unbelievable product to sell here, the history, the tradition. Um, we're in a top five university that has an incredible alumni network. Our location and proximity to players, Gainesville, Florida, uh, is a special place. And um, I do believe that game day in the swamp is one of the most impactful things that we have to sell. Uh, we got a facility on the way, and our administration is committed to our infrastructure and uh, we've got the pieces. Uh, we got to figure out this NIL puzzle, and uh, we're in the process of working hard at that. But um, I'm, I'm convinced more now than ever uh, that we've got what it takes to do it here. And um, again, I go back to kind of the, the things that the analogy and the comparison to the players. It's about being diligent, it's about following through, taking action doing the little things right each day to position ourselves to finish strong in recruiting and um, got a lot of confidence in the people that we have here to get that done. Absolutely. And I know Gator Nation has a lot of confidence in you, Billy. I know we're all super excited uh, that you're here, that you're a Gator, and we can't wait to watch. So thrilled that, that we're the, the home of the Gators here in Jacksonville. And thank you so much for spending some time with us today. I hope you have a wonderful summer and look forward to uh, talking with you down the road. Really appreciate your time. All right, guys. I appreciate you guys. Y'all have a great day. Go Gators. Go Gators. See you, Billy.
Well, Graham, I don't know about you, but after listening to Billy Napier talk about Anthony Richardson, the new facility, and most importantly, closing it right there, talking recruiting, I'm really fired up. So I completely agree with you. And recruiting, the the, the thing is with, with the mentality that they have towards recruiting now is where they have to be. And I understand that you got a coach on the field, obviously. Even if Billy Napier three years from now is not the right guy, their fundamental change in how they're recruiting people is was the correct thing to do. So even if he's not the guy, which I think he is the guy, but even if not, it's different. For, Billy Napier's inheriting a program where the cupboard's a little bit bare talent-wise because the last guy didn't recruit well. That does not need to happen at the University of Florida. So they're finally catching up with the times. And I agree with you. I think Billy's going to be phenomenal. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. And again, if 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 you're not planning on going to the Utah game and you're a Gator fan, boy, I couldn't recommend that more because that is going to be such an electric environment. And what a statement Florida has a chance to make to the nation right out of the gate. For Napier and Anthony Richardson. Oh, yeah. I mean, if Richardson lights it up in that game and Florida wins, I mean, you're talking about you're going to go from unranked to probably – 17th in the country. And you're going to have an immediate Heisman frontrunner. No question about it. And the whole world's like, going to be, you know, they don't have like the exclusive window, but I mean, it's going to be, it's Saturday, that Saturday night at seven o'clock. There's not going to be a lot of games that are more compelling correct. than Utah, Florida. So correct. you're going to have a lot of eyes on you. The swamp is going to be electric. It's going to be full of prospects. Uh, it should be, it should be outstanding. And you want uh, to talk about recruiting. My God. Oh, yeah. I mean, that, that is the type of game that needs to that recruits need to go to. Right. They intend that game and they say this is where I'm going. Right. Well, and and the thing too is it's like think of then you'll have the new facility will be ready. It'll have opened a month prior. Yep. So you're a you're a prospect coming in uh on a Friday night, you know, to to you're going to you're going to see the facility, you're going to see the facility in the morning. Uh you're then going to get to experience the swamp in the evening. Uh, and then I'm sure, you know, Billy will, will, you know, have a meeting with him Sunday morning, uh, you know, the, the prospects to, I mean, that really could be, if that goes well for Florida, that's a weekend that could change the program in the next five, 10 years. I mean, remarkably. In Absolutely. A because, because now you have a coach that understands the magnitude of recruiting players and is going to, by any means necessary, capitalize on weekends like that. Florida under Mullen had weekends where that should have happened and it didn't. LSU 2018, the Joe Burrow pick six game, right. Auburn 2019. Those are the types of games where five stars need to be that were in your stadium need to say, I'm going here. Right. And the Utah game has a potential for that. And I think Billy Napier and his staff is the type of staff that will capitalize on those moments. Yeah. All of a sudden, you're going to see those verbals. And a couple months later, they're going to sign. And then two, three years down the road, you're not ridiculously outmatched when you play Georgia and Alabama. You're on the same playing field, which is where they need to be. So I, I'm ridiculously excited for that game. Yeah, I am too. It's going to be a lot of fun. That's Graham Marsh. My name is Hayes Carline. I want to thank our sponsor, Harrell & Harrell, again. Uh, again, hopefully you won't need them, but if you've been injured, Harrell & Harrell is who you need to call at 251-1111. They are a Jacksonville firm through and through. They're going to treat you like family. Holt Harrell is one of the best guys I know. His sister, Julie, is fantastic, and they're going to tra- treat you so well. And they're big enough. They're big enough to take on anybody. But they're small enough that they're not, you know, they're not in Miami and Orlando. They they want to be here in Jacksonville and Jacksonville alone. 
Uh, and so give them a call. Hopefully you won't need them. But again, keep Harold and Harold in mind. 251-1111 if you or a loved one has been hurt. That's going to wrap it up for this edition of Bringing Back the Gators. Next week, we are super excited. You think we're done? We're not done. You think Graham Marsh is done? Nah, he's not done. We had Billy Napier this week. Next week, Florida Athletics Director Scott Strickland. We can't wait uh, for that interview. I think you guys are going to really enjoy it. And uh, once again, we're getting closer, closer to the opener, uh, closer to the Gators reporting. It's a lot of fun, and uh, we're super excited. This is Hayes Carlion signing off for Bringing Back the Gators. Yeah.